0: It might be cold in Oklahoma these next few days, but the Oklahoma City Thunder snapped their cold streak, breaking uh, their losing streak against the Portland Trail Blazers on Monday night as Josh Giddey records another double-double and the Thunder win in their first game since SGA's injured ankle. All of this and more coming up on today's Locked on Thunder podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. It's your team's every day Let's get it going on the On Thunder Podcast, on the On Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOTHunderpod. Email the show, LOTHunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder snapping their losing streak with a great comeback win over the Portland Trailblazers as SGA is sidelined for the first of 10 games with this ankle injury, Josh Giddy gets his 11th double double. Lou Dort chips in 18. Darius Bazley's elite off the bench, and Trey Mann shows up big as a starter. Let's get into this game. It's Thunder versus Trailblazers. SGA out until the All Star break, at least. He'll be reevaluated at the All Star break, and we'll see kind of where he goes from there. Bit Critchy out with an ankle injury, and Isaiah Roby out with an ankle injury. All three guys have uh, right ankle sprains. Vitt has been out since uh, prior to Christmas. SGA out since over the weekend. And Isaiah Roby is out now after his G League assignment. Pokoshevsky did not play in this game. JRE did not play in this game. And Paul Watson Jr. Did not playing this game because all three of those guys played earlier today with the Oklahoma City Blue on Monday afternoon. So that's why they did not get into the action. Damian, Damian Lillard was out as well as... Uh, Nazir Little and Larry Nance Jr., and Co- Cody Zeller was out as well. The Thunder were one and nine in their last 10 games entering this contest. They were 14 and 34 overall. Portland starts out with Anthony Simons, CJ McCullum, Norm Powell, Robert Covington, Yusuf Nurkic, and the Thunder start out with Josh Giddy, Trey Mann, Ludor, Wiggins, and Derek Favors. So how did the Thunder win this game? How did they snap their cold streak, especially considering uh, the fact that they didn't have SGA, they didn't have their leader, and the sky was falling over the weekend. Whenever you find out that you know this all-star caliber player on this really bad team record-wise was going to miss significant time, they already didn't look good with SGA, giving it his all, and we've talked endlessly over these last two weeks about how exhausted SGA looks just trying to fight and claw this team to a win and to snap that losing streak, how would they fare without that production, without that caliber of player? And in this game, they got down big early. And you have to give credit to the Thunder, the team, the coaching staff. Because when you lose the heart and soul of your team, when you lose your max contract player, When you lose your leader, whenever you lose your all-star caliber player, in the first game since that loss, the first game since that injury, you go down 18 points early on, and Portland dominates that first quarter, just absolutely dominates that first frame. This team could have easily packed it in. This team could have easily rolled over. This team could have easily just said enough is enough. We'll try again next game. But instead, they fought back. This game was tied six times. One time, the lead changed hands as the Thunder once grew a 19-point lead. The Thunder out-rebounded Portland 50-41. to They had 22 assists to Portland's 18. OKC had two less turnovers. The Thunder shot 40% from the floor, 29% from deep, and 94% at the line. Portland shot 42% from the floor, 18% from deep, and 75% at the line. Portland lost the points in the paint battle by two. Oklahoma City and Portland each had eight second-chance points. The Thunder won the fast break category 8-4, to four, which you know is a big indicator for me. And outside of that disastrous first quarter, which the Thunder lost 31-19, to 19, the Thunder outscored Portland each of the next three quarters. They really turned it around. Nurkic was awesome, 14 points, 9 rebounds. C.J. McCollum had 21 points. Norm Powell had 17. Uh, but the best thing that happened on the defense, defensive end for the Thunder, not only was space his effort off the bench, but was Lou Dorton Company defending Anthony Simons, who has been on a massive hot streak, Quest been incredible these last few weeks, really this last month, really this entire season. Uh, Anthony Simons has been awesome. And he was flustered, he was frustrated, and he got shut down today. Absolutely shut down as the Thunder win ninety eight to eighty one. This is a big win, and I know that uh, tanking is what matters. I know that draft positions that matters. I know that uh, the wins and losses are your least concern. Your biggest concern is, of course, uh, who the Thunder pick in the draft in a few months, how the lottery shakes out. And to get that lottery to shake your way, the best chance of doing that is by turning these wins into losses. But again, given the circumstances, given the context, you're 1-9 in your last 10 games, you're the fourth-worst team in the league, arguably the third-worst team in the league, and you lost your top overall player. Given the context of all of that, then you get down 18 to start the game. It's a huge testament to the leaders on this team, like Muscala, like Kenny Hustle, even like the young player in Josh Giddy, who led the team on the floor tonight. It's also a testament to Mark. The team loves playing for him. The, the team wants to do well for him. They want to compete for him. And to me, it just reaffirms and continues to reaffirm that Mark's not a stopgap. Look, I called him elite last week. I stand by that he's elite. He's not a stopgap coach. This is not somebody who is just biding time until the team is good again and then the Thunder will reevaluate the coaching spot. I think that he is their guy long-term. I think that he's always been their guy long-term. And I think that this year and last year, his first two seasons at the helm have solidified that. Now, he will not have the flashy records that Billy Donovan gets in his first two years as a Thunder head coach. He'll not get the flashy records that Scott Brooks got his first two years as a Thunder coach. He's done better than Peter Colismo did in his like five game cup of coffee stint, but nonetheless, he will not have those flashy numbers given the fact that he does not have Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Paul George, whomever. And for you know fifty percent of his coaching career, hasn't had SGA either. At that, and he's still done a really good job, a phenomenal job for Mark and this team. Obviously, rallies around him. That that is something that uh, you cannot discount. You're evaluating this team. We talk a lot about how they're going to find these star players, how they're going to find these guys that can turn it around from a player aspect. We, we do not talk a lot about the coaching aspect of it. And what you have in place right now is for sure SGA for sure. Josh Giddy, those are two blue chip guys for sure. Your general manager, Sam Presti is in, in place and, and he is one of the best, if not the best in the NBA at being a GM, but you also got a head coach locked in. So you start to lay the foundation of this rebuild and it gets easier and easier to see the other side. The hard part is though, it's the NBA and for a small market team that will not be uh, luring in free agents. It's up to ping pong balls to bounce your way uh, in the middle of May. So we'll see if that happens. We'll see if they get that lottery luck, but there's a lot in place right now on top of the historic draft capital to be very, very excited about in Oklahoma City, especially this win. So I know that typically we try to uh, root for losses in the season like this, but it was good to see those guys get a win uh, in this setting and in this scenario. So credit to them for continuing to fight, and credit to you for handling tax season. People think that unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but TurboTax Live Experts want to make things that are interesting uh, and also make things simpler for you, no matter your unique unique life. Whether you invest in crypto for the first time this year, own an up and coming small business, or are raising uh, rambunctious twins. Luckily, TurboTax Live has experts who can answer your tax questions, walk you through the whole process, or simply do your taxes for you from start to finish. They help you get. Every deduction you deserve, no matter your unique situation, and you can talk to a TurboTax Live expert through your phone or computer without leaving your house. TurboTax Live experts are here to help you with whatever you need, and if you need an extra hand and an extra hand to help you on your taxes, uh, they'll get it done for you. Go to TurboTax Live experts for anything that taxes throw your way. Get a greater refund. Uh, Visit TurboTax.com and learn more. You do your thing. They got your taxes uh, covered. Check out TurboTax Live Experts. Make sure uh, you go check it out. TurboTax.com to learn more about how they can handle your taxes. Let's see right now. i good got friends over at RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You probably didn't know how to work an email properly but you could have been going to rockauto.com. How awesome is that? Folks, my favorite thing about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars. That might sound peculiar. Why do you absolutely love a car part website if you know nothing about cars? What's because that they don't know I know nothing about cars. Therefore, they're not going to upcharge me. They're not going to take advantage of me. They have all the parts I need, and I can find them by simply searching my make, my model, my year, and they're going to show me only car parts that are compatible with my vehicle, so I'm never buying parts that I do not need. I'm never being taken advantage of at rockauto.com. Go there today. Tell them locked to unsense you and the how-did-you-hear-about-us box, and they'll know what to do from there. rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you. And the NBA trading line is also almost here. It happens Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern. And the Lockdown NBA Podcast Network will be covering it live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern time. That's, of course, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Central time. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, and Lockdown Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd Josh Lloyd, folks, he hosts the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. So go check him out. John Corrales, host of Lockdown Celtics, and our anchor for Lockdown Now, Kim Becker. Uh, Join them, along with Antonio Daniels, for all the blockbuster moves and analysis, and also uh, uh, us local experts will hop on there whenever our teams make a trade. So I'll be in the chat. I'll be watching along with you guys. So join me over there uh, on the Lockdown NBA YouTube page. Subscribe for free over there. Turn on your notifications so you know whenever we go live. I'll be in that chat th- throughout the entire show, uh, talking about the Thunder and the deals that they might make, and also watch along as Kim and John and Josh take us all the way through the deadline. You can also subscribe to the Lockdown Thunder podcast on YouTube, Lockdown Thunder on YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcast from for free. It's available every single day for free wherever you get podcasts. Let's dive more into this game against the Portland Trailblazers. And let's lead it off with Josh Giddy, folks. Josh Giddey was incredible in this game. Another double-double for him it is uh, his 11th double-double. He passes Russell Westbrook as the most uh, in Thunder history as a rookie. Russ had 10 his rookie year. Josh has 11. Uh, and there's still like, what, 33-ish games left? So a lot of time for him to compile even more double-doubles. In 32 minutes in this game, he shot 41% from the floor, 0 for 2 from 3, 4 for 4 at the line. He had 12 rebounds, 11 of which came on the defensive end, ending possessions, and getting the possession back for Oklahoma City, 4 assists, a block, and just 4 turnovers and 14 points. Again, uh, for this team without Shea, you're looking at Josh Giddy being that traditional point guard of role he's comfortable in, but a role that is different for him in the NBA to be a full-time uh, point guard, lead guard with not, really much help as a lead guard Uh, and he ended it well four turnovers i mean typically sga hovers around three typically josh giddy hovers around three so you're not seeing an uptick of turnovers as he gets an uptick of minutes uh, and opportunity with the ball in his hands trey man though enters that starting group he plays 24 minutes shoots 40 percent from the floor two for six from three three for three at the line two rebounds and assists two steals two turnovers 13 points and a nice catch-and-shoot three from Giddy to start his scoring night. Uh, of course, he, he used that step-back move. His best step-back move probably happened on a miss, that that, that step-back around the elbow, but uh, had some nice moves as well. Also good to see him trying to get that floater going. If he can start hitting that floater consistently, as we've seen Josh Giddy become an elite floater taker maker, right? If, if Trey Mann can get some of that floating action from Giddy, uh, you really start to see how Trey Mann can become that three-level elite scorer uh, that he has all the potential in the world to be. Uh, he used that step back to actually get off a, a shot and make a shot in this game, so that streak continues. Also had a nice one-legged floater that uh, one-legged fadeaway. But I'm not really sure how he pulled off, but uh, uh, at the end of the day, he had a huge step back three for the dagger to put the Thunder up 94 to 72 with five minutes left. Uh, Trim in in extended minutes played really well. Uh, his his first real time being counted on, we, we, we talk all season long about the Skittles versus Broccoli, uh, about uh, his role in the Thunder, and in his first real taste of, okay, the team has to depend on you. You have to get minutes. You you There's no other options here for the most part. He stepped up in a big way, just like Dearest Basley did off the bench. Baisley had 26 minutes. He went five for seven from the floor. That's 71%. Three for four from three. That's 75%. Two for two at the line, five rebounds, three assists, a turnover, and 15 points. Played fantastic defense. Really helped this game turn around defensively. His first bucket of the game was a fantastic backdoor cut uh, and a dime by Kenny Hustle. But the backdoor cut, you just you cannot guard Basley with how athletic he is off ball very well. If he's moving, if he's exploding to the rim, and you want to see the Thunder get him in those scenarios more and more. Hopefully they actually do that moving forward. We've been asking for that for three years now. So uh, who knows if it'll actually happen, but you just want to see them put him in better spots to use his one offensive NBA trait, which is his explosiveness uh, and his ability to finish the remnant. He can get there. So that was great to start the game out from him. He took two of the shots and he went five for seven. I mean, he had the advice three where it's kind of a heat check and his face probably shouldn't have shot that, but uh, threw it up anyway then he had one where he kind of dove at the rim, got the ball down low, uh, and hop stepped to the rim and just he was going to go up with it over two people and it did not work out. But uh, two other advice shots and one turnover, not a bad night at the office for Darius Basley, who placed 26 minutes uh, and, and was really good. Obviously, uh, in this, you saw the dime by Kenny Hustle. Also, Ty Jerome had a beautiful pass that I think that had Josh Giddey made that pass. You'd still be seeing the highlights on Twitter right now is a nice fling pass to the corner to a wide open Baisley who knocked down the three. Uh, I think that with Baisley, it's it's hard to talk about Baisley because he's so divisive, number one, but also because it's like talking about baseball, right? In baseball, it's hard to recap a game from the night before because you know that there's 162 more of them. You know that you cannot overreact to just one game. You know that there's more to a season than a two-for-four outing. Is this who Darius Baisley is now? We've said that 50 times in his short career so far. I, I, I can't get there yet, but you'd rather him play well than not play well. So it was great to see him do that in this game. Coming up, let's talk Derek Favors. Let's talk Kenny Hustle, and let's wrap up this game with the bet of the day and the moneyball pick of the game, and all of that stuff is coming at you here on the Thunder Podcast and LockedOnPodcast.org, your teams every day. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I want to tell you right now, but our good friends over at Bet Online, Bet Online has you covered for this season with more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before. Football continues its march to the playoffs and right up to the big game in a couple of weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your favorite sports uh, and scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even live real-time updates on current games. Do not wait. Take advantage of these amazing offers available today for the 2022 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team's every day. It's free and available across all platforms. Make sure you go check us out on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever else you get podcasts from. Subscribe and listen to the show. Every episode's free. We're here every single day, every single morning for you. Talking Thunder Basketball. For your second listen, go check out the Lockdown Bets Podcast, your daily one stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q an expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, just like we are. Uh, go check out lockdown bets to win you some money by just listening to a free podcast that gives you winners each and every night. Tonight, the thunder took on the Portland trailblazers and got their win to stop the losing streak. And in this game, Derek favors. Oh, Derek favors was bad. He was very bad. He looked washed. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that the Thunder are going to be able to pull their magic. Now, you never want to go against Sam Presti. You never want to bet against Sam Presti having a uh, rabbit in his hat as a magician. But he got dominated this game, and he goes two for six, shooting seven rebounds, six points, 21 minutes. Just was not good tonight, was not good. And with that with that big player option next year, it is hard to find a team that will want to trade for Derek Favors and that will find any value in Derek Favors, especially whenever the Thunder are the salary-dumping team. Like, there's not a team that you can even salary-dump them to, and not that the Thunder would be in the spot where they'd want to salary-dump somebody, but it just seems like they're going to have to hold on to Derek Favors uh, for the rest of this season, and then he's, of course, going to pick up that player option, and then they have a very interesting decision to make with his player option, which is about uh, $10 million. I think it's like ten point one to be exact, next year that there's no way in my mind that he turns that down. So how Sam Presti maneuvers that this offseason will be very, very fascinating. But but, uh, Kenny Hustle was great tonight as well, 44% shooting from the floor, 0 for 4 from deep, though. Four rebounds, two assists, eight points, 24 minutes, good defense from him. Lou Dort, we mentioned how he played against Simons, but also chipped in 18 points uh, and three assists, six rebounds, and three steals. The bet of the day brought to you by betonline.net. It was OKC plus three, that hit. The money ball pick was Trey Mann, but Baisley and Jerome each hit three triples. MVP pick of the game is Josh Giddy, the record-setting knight for the rookie sixth overall pick for the Oklahoma City Thunder. On tomorrow's show, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about the draft, talking about how the season's gone so far, and so much more. We have more recaps to do. It's a daily podcast. Subscribe for free across all platforms so you never miss an episode. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.
1: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
2: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96%
1: The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.